It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by True Car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. If you've ever wondered how we started our podcast and how we record our podcast, the answer is so, so simple. Anchor. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, tablet, or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to your podcast. You can make money from your podcast no matter if you have one listener or a thousand listeners. Downloads, everything. I mean, it's so simple. If you're creating something, get paid for it. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started now. Well, of course, we found the favorite amongst the Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast fans. And that is GoGreenHemp.com. That's right, CBD hemp products. Tommy and I both use them daily to get through our days, get to sleep, get awake, you name it, whatever. We use it for everything. And at GoGreenHemp.com, we have a special offer for you. We all know hemp can be quite expensive depending on where you go. But GoGreenHemp.com is pretty affordable, especially when you slap on that coupon code at the end, HEELS AND QUADS, and all caps at checkout. That saves you 15% on your order. 15%. That's a lot off some good hemp. So check this out. They have balms, bath bombs, beauty products, edible gummies, gel capsules, tinctures, animal products, pre-filled cartridges, and even wax crumble. You gotta go to gogreenhemp.com and use that coupon code HEELS AND QUADS and all caps at checkout to save 15% on your order. You won't get a better deal on hemp. I can promise you that. That's gogreenhemp.com, coupon code HEELS AND QUADS and all caps at checkout. What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode two of Levi's Music Lounge. I am, of course, Levi, one half of Heels and Quads, and you are listening to the second episode of my little side project on here, on our on our home base channel, Heels and Quads. Uh, we decided to go ahead and keep these on here so you guys didn't have to go subscribe to another podcast and follow another podcast and yada, yada. But you still need to follow this podcast at Music Lounge Levi on Twitter. I'm, of course, at Levi D. Zindel on Twitter, but at Music Lounge Levi is a little more important because that is this show, and you're going to want to keep up with the updates on there. I post stuff every now and then. Like the other day, I did say um, new episode on Thursday, 
So, yes, today is Thursday. I am off today. I'm uh, getting ready for a busy weekend at work, Labor Day, but it kind of quiets down after that, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, I apologize for any background noise that might be happening. Like You might hear some uh, hammering going on. I have my noise gate on, but it's uh doesn't help it 100% without making it sound weird. Otherwise, it's like... Like, it gets all, I'll say something and it gets super quiet, say something and get super quiet. So I haven't turned on enough to hopefully cancel out some noise, but I got some people putting a new roof on at my uh, townhomes, not on top of mine, or else I wouldn't be doing this episode, but the ones next door, we're actually getting a new one soon. Um, but yeah, so episode two, Levi's Music Lounge, uh, you should hear an intro on this episode. <laughs> Um, at the time of recording this, I haven't decided if I'm going to post it on here yet, but I do need to just have a little bit of a jam to start out the show. So that'll probably, you'll probably have heard that by now. It's a little something I recorded the other day. I thought about maybe like anytime I come up with a random idea that sounds cool, just record it, put drums with it. And then I'll use that as my intro for the week. Maybe I'll use it twice. I don't know, but, um, I bought a new program for my Mac logic pro X or Logic Pro, whatever you want to call it. It's, I think it's like Logic Pro 10. Anyways, it's Apple's uh, DAW, Digital Audio Workstation software. So it's it's pretty awesome. It's super advanced. Like I'm learning a lot of stuff on it. Um, for the most part, I was using GarageBand here and there and Ableton. Uh, I have the, the, the light version of Ableton 10. And uh, man, I like Ableton a lot. Uh, I actually have Reaper too, which I've used occasionally. Um, I, Reaper is an awesome deal. If you're looking for an audio workstation on your computer, Reaper is great because you get 60 days free and then, uh, the actual software license is only $60 to have the full version. So, and, and it's, it's already like the full version, the trial, but you pay 60 bucks and you own it, you know? So, uh, and I think like the studio, like the producer version is like 200 bucks, but man, if you got 60 bucks, that's a steal, but I think Logic Pro, if you have a Mac, I think that's a steal because it's $200 and um, it, it does everything you need it to do. <laughs> there's like there's a ton. And, and all the built-in plugins, like the stuff that comes with it, they're pretty awesome. Um, I have a compressor on this and a noise gate on this. And I, my voice on the headphones right now, I'm listening on this. It, it sounds pretty great. Uh, I've recorded some stuff. Me and my brother-in-law are kind of starting a, a music project, which I'll elaborate on once we get a little further in it and make sure we keep rolling on it, because <laughs> you know how those things can go. You can always just lose track of stuff. Um, but yeah, so let's talk some uh, music lounge action. I wanted to I wanted to do album reviews this week, but I decided again, I, I, I'm going to run through the albums I was going to talk about and just kind of tell you to listen to them and what I liked about them. Um, but I didn't want to devote the whole episode to that. I was just going to kind of be all over the place today, and I have a few topics to talk about. So the two albums I was going to mention to you and give you my thoughts on was the new Killswitch Engage, Atonement, and Slipknot's We Are Not Your Kind, the the new Slipknot, which I did mention on Heels and Quads. And uh, by the way, if you if you listen to Heels and Quads, our flagship show, and you're tuning over into this, I appreciate that for giving me and Tommy's second shows a chance. His is also uh, Classics of Wrestling. His second show is Classics of Wrestling Watch Along. Uh, you can follow that at Podcast Classics on Twitter where he watches along. He, he puts up a poll every week, 
and you guys decide what match you're going to watch, and he watches along with it, gives a little bit of a rundown before the match. So if you're listening to this um, and you're new to Heels and Quads and you're just listening to this because you're like, oh, I've seen this on Twitter and it sounds cool. He's going to talk about music. I really appreciate that for getting a new fan, and I hope I can keep you keep you locked in and keep you listening. But if you also like wrestling, listen to Heels and Quads Wrestling Podcast, our flagship show. If you like baseball, listen to Out of the Bullpen. That's also another one of our shows. That's Tommy's. He's, he's a huge baseball guy, big Yankees fan, so make sure all you Red Sox fans uh, hop in here and give him some shit. And um, also his new uh, wrestling watch-along show. So, yes, follow all those shows on Twitter. Heels and Quads at Heels and Quads. Uh, uh, watch-along podcast at Podcast Classics. Um, out of the Bullpen, I believe, is at... some. Just search Out of the Bullpen. I can't remember the exact tag for that. I apologize, Tommy. Uh, and then, of course, follow this one at, Le- at Music Lounge Levi. So, back to the albums I was going to talk about. Uh, Kill Switch Engage Atonement. I think is a fantastic album. It's actually my wife's favorite band, Killswitch. Um, she's seen them live, I think, two or three times, and she's been to Warp Tour like ten years ago. So she, she was uh, going to pretty cool shit before I was, actually. So kudos to her, my lovely wife. Oh my gosh, uh, Killswitch Engage Atonement, man, this album is fantastic. Uh, it's J- Jesse's voice is. 125 percent at this point um he actually had that vocal surgery and then went to a vocal coach who fixed his she got she has him screaming and singing so well now and i'm and i and i love it his voice is amazing uh some of the highlights on the album for me are obviously the first two singles they released uh unleashed and i am broken too and then the signal fire is awesome and anybody who's a Killswitch fan knows why it's so awesome is because it's jesse and howard so it's both Killswitch singers. Um, Howard was actually the singer through the mid two thousands up till like oh nine or twenty ten, and then Jesse came back. Jesse was the original singer. He left in like whatever oh three oh four. Howard came in, and uh, if you, most of you are gonna know the Holy Diver cover, and um, oh, I accidentally started it. <laughs> Whoops. Uh, most of you are gonna know the Holy Diver cover from Killswitch, and Howard was the singer at that point. And so there was this rumor that there was beef between these guys. And in an interview, Jesse said there, he just thought there was beef because everybody said there was. And apparently there wasn't, so they sat down and like immediately clicked. So that's really cool to know that they're on the same page, and it was awesome that they did this song and the album together because that, that really is like... It, it lays that to rest, and then it gets all the Killswitch fans like, holy shit, this is so awesome. Like, two guys that have done this, have sang for this band with amazing voices, are doing a song together. So I recommend The Signal Fire, and the music video is even better because it's got Howard and Jesse. It's just good. You just got to watch it. Um, I also like The Crownless King because it has Chuck Billy from Testament on it. I'm a huge Testament fan. I love Testament. That was my dog flopping his ears around. Um, I seen Testament with Slayer on their tour last year, which their tour's been going for like a year and a half now or something this uh or over a year at least, uh, their final tour. So I believe it's still going. I think it finishes off this fall or something, like the last leg of it. But yeah, The Crownless King with Chuck Billy is awesome because I love Chuck Billy. Uh, I really like the song Take Control towards the end of the album. But man, if you're a Killswitch fan and you haven't heard this album, that's weird, but you should definitely listen to it because uh, it's fantastic. And 
The other album I was going to talk about was Slipknot, We Are Not Your Kind. Their new album as well. Let me get a little sip of my water here. They, uh, It's their first album since 20, I think 14 or 15 was the Grey Chapter. And We Are Not Your Kind, I think is it's like Slipknot, just it's like adult Slipknot. So um, the second album with drummer Jay Weinberg, who is the son of Conan... Uh, Conan O'Brien's drummer, I forgot his first name, but it's, it's, he's Weinberg. And there's a story actually I seen on the internet yesterday that, um, little Jay Weinberg was at the Slipknot when they performed on Conan back in the day. He was there and got to meet him and stuff. It's crazy that like now he performs with them. So that's pretty sweet. It's probably like a dream come true. And, uh, I think he's in his, he's at his peak. He is his drums on this album are fantastic, and uh, dare I say he has beat Joey Jordanson in that. Um, it's, you know, it's one of those things. It's like they're both killer drummers. I can't tell you who's better, but Jay nailed it on this album. His his drums are fantastic, and um, as well as everybody else, um, you know, Mick and Jim Root, they. Their guitar tone and everything is is classic Slipknot. It's so good. I like the riffs that they wrote. Everything they did. Um, Corey's voice is phenomenal as always. Um, so I would I, I I enjoy this album a lot. I've listened to it a few times now. Like the last three tracks on the album, or like the last two or three down there somewhere, I don't remember that well. Um, but Unsainted is the, was the first single released. Excuse me. And we'll probably see that on their live sets from here on out. That's definitely like a, that's going to be like a staple Slipknot song from now on. Uh, Birth of the Cruel is awesome. That was another single. And so was Solway Firth. And then Nero Forte, I believe, came last, which actually, before it was, a, before it was like officially shown as a single, I think, when I first listened to the album, like the day it came out, I heard Nero Forte and was like, that's going to be a single because it has that that uh, 12th fret on the guitar riff to open it up. And uh, any of you guitar players know, like, you know when you hear the 12th fret because it's just, it's one octave higher or it's, it's an octave or whatever. So, um, and you got to love that sound, of course. But uh, that's an awesome song. Critical Darling's awesome. Actually, one of my favorites on the album is Spiders. It's not really a heavy song but it has that industrial vibe so of course i like it it's like a piano sound with uh just kind of some tom you know like that and Corey sings like crazy it's just i i enjoy this album a lot i i'm not done listening to it um it's got like what is it 14 songs an hour and four minutes and um it's it's good it's really good and actually so my Slipknot past is the first and second album I've heard and the third album, Volume 3. In Volume 3, of course, everybody, that's when all the Slipknot fans got butt hurt because they started to change their sound a little bit and got more radio, like they wanted more radio play and got more radio friendly. And it doesn't matter who you are, whether you're like only a fan of the first album or whatever. If you say that Volume 3 or like any of this newer stuff isn't good, you're lying to yourself to look cool. And you want to try to stick to your guns that hard, man. They're good. When something gets radio play, it, it's that means it's appealing to an audience that they can trust to put it on the radio. 
And now there's there's certain songs that I mean I'm not a fan of on the radio. Now when I'm talking about rock stuff. Most pop stuff I don't really listen to or rap or country or whatever, but I don't I don't hate it. I mean if it's catchy, it's catchy. Old Town Road is catchy. I have heard his voice without auto tune, and that was kinda kinda wild to hear, but most music you guys listen to nowadays is auto tune because nobody can be perfect. So, anyways, back to what I was saying. We Are Not Your Kind is a fantastic album. I'm actually going to go back and listen to All Hope Is Gone in the Grey Chapter more often, uh, a little bit more, because I um, I haven't heard a lot of those albums, like the whole albums, so um, I'm actually going to go back and kind of check that out. Uh, next week, I would definitely expect me to be doing a Tool album review of their new one, Fear Inoculum. It actually comes out tonight at midnight, which I might stay up and listen to. It is 85 minutes, so it's an hour and a half, um, almost an hour and a half. I might, I might sit up and listen to the whole thing. We'll see. I'll probably get up early tomorrow and listen to it, but that's like a spiritual journey you have to go on. You put your headphones on, close your eyes, and just listen to the Tool album. It's like, uh... It's like when you when you take a bunch of acid or mushrooms and just go lay in your room in the dark and just let it happen. <laughs> That's kind of like what you do with the with the new Tool album. It's been 13 years and I'm excited. Um I don't I'm not going to be let down regardless I don't think because I've just been wanting to hear new Tool. I don't care if it's slow and and uh, sludgy or whatever, or like melodic like they do or if it's heavy, it doesn't matter to me. I'm ready to hear a new Tool album. I'm excited, but the thing that everybody has to remember is we might not hear it for a little while after this. Uh, it might be another 10 years or so before we get another one. Maybe it's our last one. Who knows? But I've read a lot of interviews about Tool, uh, or from Tool, uh, actually in like the new Metal Hammer and the new uh, Revolver. I've read all those interviews, and I'm excited for the album. I like the title track so far, but I'm not going to talk about that this week. We'll talk about it next week because I can go through the whole album. And, uh, yeah. So some other stuff I wanted to talk about today was... Let me get myself adjusted here. Was, um... I was actually going to mention, like, the bands selling out and their earlier stuff was better thing. I, I've noticed a pattern with some people. And this isn't everybody, but some folks might truly believe that the earlier stuff was better or the selling out thing. But I think a lot of people do it because they want to be part of the community that says that. They would rather dislike something than like it and then be like someone make fun of them for it or talk shit to them about it. You, you need to have your own opinion, people. Like, you don't have to like what everybody else likes. Be yourself. And this doesn't even go with music. Like, this is just, like, real-life talk. Like, just be yourself and have your own opinion. Everybody is so... is It's like whatever everybody else says they agree with because they don't want any confrontation. And it's like, just just be yourself, dude. I, I hate it because I, I'd rather just be myself than, than fake it the whole way. So that was my little rant for a second there. Um, to do with the like earlier stuff was better. You know what's crazy is sometimes their earlier stuff when they were on drugs or like boozing was better because 
the feelings are real and the pain is more real, even if they don't realize it within the lyrical content or the aggressiveness of the music. Sometimes that contributes to making a better song because it's more like from the heart, you know? Um, I don't want, I don't necessarily want people to be on drugs or all boozed up all the time. I'm just saying, if you go back and listen to certain bands that were on drugs at the time or, or drinking really hard, their music's great because it was like, it's coming from inside. It's, it's what you're, what you're doing on top of that isn't holding that down and it's all actually coming out finally. So that, that might be a, unpopular opinion of mine but i think anybody who knows music would agree when when somebody's effed up their music is usually better i wrote better music when i was effed up now i'm now my music sucks no i'm just kidding my music has always sucked but i'm gonna try to make it better with logic pro um so yeah there's that and man my thing is like if you're a fan of a band there's no reason you shouldn't like like at least appreciate parts of their catalog. Like, you know, for instance, Metallica. Let's talk Metallica because it's just an easy, it's an easy one to throw out there. Their early thrash stuff was awesome. That's great. That's their roots. But like, you can only do thrash for so long. I mean, tell me, can you listen to anybody who's not a thrash elitist? Can you listen to thrash metal all day long, every day and not start running into the same kind of patterns. No. And I love thrash. I love death metal, but it's kind of like that, man. It's if you listen to it for too long and too much, you're going to run into a pattern where you're like, okay, this is kind of similar and this is similar. But also if you listen to it a lot like that, you're going to be able to spot the differences. So that's, that comes into the elitist thing. I try to see great in all music. Like I said, I don't discriminate, but I'm always going to be a metal guy. That's my main thing. Um, but yeah, Metallica, for instance, Black Album comes out, everybody gets pissed, and they sold out. Um, I like Black Album, I like Load, I like Reload, <laughs> and a very unpopular opinion is, I like St. Anger, to an extent. St. Anger is not, it's not, it's good in its own way, it's different. I know, I see what they're going for, I've watched the documentary, it was a weird time for the band, a really weird time. Um, but if you look into it, it, you know, for Metallica, it's a very simplistic thing. It's a very simplistic album that they could, they could have done better on, but it was, they just, they did something different and people shit all over it. And it was, I think the Napster thing didn't help, but this is what I'm saying here. You know, bands, their earlier stuff was better. Yeah. Metallica's thrash stuff was amazing and it, and it is, it is better. But if you like the band, you like the band, you don't stop listening to them because they changed their sound on one album or whatever you know support your support your people because and if you don't i guess that's fine because then they're selling out and they're gonna sell out and they're gonna sell out all their albums anyways and sell out arenas that's what bands selling out means when you sell out you sell out an arena and you sell out the record store that's where all that's when you make all that money so it's like don't don't shit on a band for making more money like be happy that they do that if you don't like it just move on and listen to something else but you should really if you like a band and you've been with them since day one or you've been with them for a long time and listen to them for a long time just keep listening and try to see the good in it don't don't immediately bash it because the tempo's slower or because there's less double bass or something you know i mean that's i don't know it's just 
It's me. And don't like, I don't know. I could go on for a long time about it because it just bothers me. But that's one thing I wanted to mention was their earlier stuff was better. And then the selling out thing, that's what it is, man. You're selling out arenas. You're selling out record stores. You're, you're selling a ton of MP3s, whatever it is. They're making money, so be happy for them that they they're paying their bills. Now you can. It's okay to be jealous if they're making a ton of money, because I'd like to make a ton of money too. I'd like to be a millionaire, but more money, more problems. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, look at Bring Me the Horizon. That's another band that uh, they've sold out. Their early albums were like death. I mean, it was deathcore. It was hardcore music, and. Then if you listen to their their newest album, Elo or Alo, whatever it is, it's like straight up like pop rock slash hard rock, but it's catchy. I think Mantra is super catchy. Those hooks, man. I mean, that's that's what gets you. Uh, Wonderful Life, the one with Danny Phillips, that's good. That's why it's a single. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like their early, like their Chelsea Smile song or whatever, like that. That was a good. That's a good album. I forgot what the name of that album was. But uh it, it's good, man, but it's like they're going to change their But yeah, support your band if you if you like them, man. Don't don't turn your back on them. It's okay in some situations, but try to try to just stick with them and see the good in it, you know? And I mean, it's not going this isn't going to get through to a lot of people cuz I hey, I have my bands like that too where I'm like I just don't like this band anymore. But, you know, like Limp Biscuit. <laughs> Look at Limp Biscuit. I said in the first episode, when I was a kid, I loved listening to them, man. That music was great. It was huge back then. Their new stuff sucks. I don't like it. And that's maybe that's my, like, I, I'm not looking for the good in it. But I don't think it's that good. Linkin Park, you know, that's another one I listened to when I was a kid. Now, I mean, obviously Chester, rest in peace Chester. The band will never be the same, and I don't think they should ever continue without him. But there, nothing's going to beat, like, their first three albums or whatever it was or first i think it was just two really but uh yeah man see the good in it um people got mad at aerosmith in the 90s when they changed their sound what was it, like the armageddon soundtrack i think that pissed people off but yeah so that's that's pretty much the episode today man um let me give i'll give you the old what's going on in my playlist thing right now that i did uh last week so I added some more albums to my iTunes. Um, I can't remember. So starting out where I left off last week, I've actually been listening to Suicide Silence's Black Crown, uh, Mitch Lucker's last album, I think, with them. And that's a tragedy because that, that dude was awesome. I, I never was a big Suicide Silence fan, but I just try to, I try to, like, I'm trying to adjust again, excuse me. I get... I want to listen to music that I missed out on. That's kind of how I've how I've been lately, um, and always I like to do that. So, and that's another band too. Look at Suicide Silence, for instance. That the Black Crown was their last with Mitch Lucker, I believe, and then that Eddie dude came in or whatever, and did the next two albums, and they lost a lot of fans. and And I can I can somewhat understand that. Um, they're still heavy as all hell, but. This latest one, the self-titled Suicide Silence, it's got some weird moments in it, like that Doris song. To you, you, who? Like, that doesn't fit with, like, that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I can kind of understand that one, but they also still have a big following, and they probably gain new fans who don't know that. 
stuff, you know, before with Mitch Lucker and whatnot. Um, so another one on my current library on Apple Music right now is Cattle Decapitation. Uh, the anthro, the anthropocene, anthropocene extinction. That was a hard one to pronounce. Now this one, like it's death metal. So it's like, you just put it on and listen to it. Don't try to study it. (laughs) I mean, you can, but I usually just put it on. Like when I go for a bike ride, which I'm probably about to do here soon is I'll put on like a hardcore album and just listen and, and, it's just kind of my my music for that, and I'll find bits and pieces I like and like like that song or whatever, and remember that or, or use it for myself, you know, kind of get some inspiration from it. But uh, Toxic Holocaust, man, if you like thrash metal and you haven't heard Toxic Holocaust, you should definitely check them out. They actually have a new album coming out in October, I believe, called Primal Future 2019. Um, if I'm not mistaken, the singer songwriter, he's like the, he's like, he is Toxic Holocaust, basically. Uh, Joel Grind. I think that's his name. I might be wrong, but I know it's Joel. I think it's Joel Grind. He is awesome, man. And this is, and, and I found Toxic Holocaust a couple years ago. My buddy showed me Toxic Holocaust, and I was so excited because I was like, you know, thrash metal's kind of slowing down over the years. Because it's been metalcore and deathcore for a while now. That's been the big thing. And, uh, man, I heard this and I was like, this is awesome. And so then I found bands like, uh, there's another one, Havoc, kind of like them. Newer, like Thrash, keeping Thrash alive. So I'm so glad that there is people out there that's keeping Thrash Metal alive. Because, like I said, I love Thrash Metal, but I can't... If, if you... I can, but if you do listen to it all day... It definitely starts running together because it's it's all you know it's fast it's fast stuff, so I love it. But it does eventually like I'm like okay I got to change to something slower you know and and then I'll come back to this. But yeah man, Toxic Holocaust. Uh, I actually have the song and the album saved on my Apple Music Primal Future 2019. The new song Chemical Warlords. It's awesome. I have their first album saved on here, an Overdose of Death, which I actually own the physical CD of that. And then Conjure and Command. Uh, Conjure and Command is awesome. I, I There's not any bit of their discography I don't like. Uh, so, yes, check out Toxic Holocaust if you are into thrash and stuff like that. And if you like the idea of keeping thrash alive, because they definitely are. Uh, Fear Factory Demanufacture. I just threw it on there the other day because I was kind of feeling like listening to some Fear Factory. One of my favorite bands of all time. I've seen them live. Um, I, I met them, I got the VIPs, it was only like 60 bucks, so me and my wife Mariah met them, and, uh, I actually got the VIPs to, to meet them, it was only like 60 bucks, so me and my wife got to meet Fear Factory, it was pretty awesome, um, man. Get a credit card that gives you what you need now. A low interest rate on everyday purchases, and a place to transfer high interest rate balances. The PenFed Gold Contactless Card is our lowest interest rate credit card. You can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days. Join PenFed and together we can help you keep more of what's yours. Visit PenFed.org slash gold card. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. 
Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. If you like, if you like heavy music, like, it's hard to explain Fear Factory because they are industrial metal, but it's also like very groove slash death metal oriented. Like their first album, Soul of a New Machine, is totally like death metal with some industrial aspects. Now it's more like industrial metal with death metal aspects and groove groove hooks and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, Fear Factory's Demanufacturer is their second album. And it is when they kind of took their form that they're still in today, the more industrial, uh, groovy, deathy stuff. Um, but yeah, man, I recommend Fear Factory 100%. I love that band. And I think that's really about it that's kind of chilling on my my library right now. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm waiting for that new Tool album tonight. Maybe in the morning I'll listen to it, something like that. Not really sure, but... I might listen to a track before bed, but then I probably won't go to bed because I'll be like, I need to just get up and listen to that and go on a little tool trip, a toolgasm. So I guess that about does it for this week's show. Um, I will be back again next week with the tool review of Fear Inoculum. I'll probably focus the ep- the whole episode on it. We'll do this little segment where there's the, like, what am I currently listening to thing. Um, I think I'm going to get in touch with, I'm going to talk to Tommy, and here soon we might do a Kiss episode or, like, a Motley Crue episode or something. Because, like I said, I'm not limiting this to just hardcore music and metal and stuff like that. Those guys are the roots, man. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for uh, Peter, Chris, and Tommy Lee, there wouldn't be drumming of the modern day. Uh, Tommy Lee more so with the, with the double bass action. But, you know, Kiss and Motley Crue, let's... Uh, Let's talk about that here in the future. I'll, it won't be all in the same episode. It'll be it'll be separate episodes. But Tommy, I'm sure you're probably listening to this anyways, so uh, you'll know what we're gonna do soon on the Heels and Quads podcast network or just channel. So yeah, follow this show at Music Lounge Levi, please, to keep up to date with everything. Follow me at Levi D Zindel on Twitter. I have an Instagram at Levi Zinfandel, Zinfandel like the wine. And, uh, yeah, man, we'll talk to you guys next week with some tool action. See my thoughts on it. Maybe it'll be sooner than next week. Maybe I can't wait till next week to review this album. Maybe I'll listen to it in full like five times and then do a review. So I know everything that happened in it, but anyways, you guys enjoy your Thursday. I'm going to have a nice fun Labor Day weekend and watch all out on Bleacher Report live. I'm excited for that wrestling show and, uh, probably have a new episode next week or sooner. I'll see you guys. Take it easy. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end. It's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. When people ask, 
Regina, do you like to compete? I say, bring it on. Those are the moments that drive you to achieve more. And when you win, you keep reaching higher. To me, that's what the Cadillac Escalade represents. It's always evolving in technology, in design, everything. Because success isn't the end, it's just the first step to what comes next. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.